0: On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock.
1: Microsoft Advertising, the platform formerly known as Bing Ads, had a new update that you will love if you like tailored ads.
2: Greg did not have strong opinions about Google's new partner program requirements for agencies. We played Margot Polo while Greg's kids brushed their teeth.
1: Brush them again. Shep brought back old memories of her Valentine's Day experiences. At Danny's.
2: And Instagram's follower sorting could lead to Jess losing both her followers. All
3: on today's show. Marketing O'Clock is your weekly dose of digital marketing news. A proud part of the Search Engine Journal Podcast Network. We record every week from the Cypress North Studios located in beautiful Buffalo, New York. Tune in to our critically acclaimed Famous Friday News Show for insights, updates, rants, and much more as we cover the full gamut of digital marketing for you. If you want to follow along, just check out our show notes or head over to marketingoclock.com for all of the links from today's articles. And please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Hey there, I'm Greg Finn.
2: I'm Christine Zurnhout. A.K.A. Shep. And I'm Jess Budd. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock.
1: Here on February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2020.
0: Remember, you can catch our famous Friday news show each and every
2: Friday morning.
1: We read all the news.
2: So you don't have to.
1: First up, some housekeeping. Are we still doing Bite? I hope not. Okay, the last few weeks we are over on Bite doing a couple of bat battens. On the news in six seconds or not? So we'll do. This will be the last week. How about that?
2: A Valentine's Day and Unless for we hell? get
1: fifteen, bite Ooh, bite likes.
2: I like challenge. how we're all wearing black on Valentine's. Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should match it's our, our spirit hearts. though. Shep.
1: Exactly. All right. And one other reminder: we are no longer on our Cypress North YouTube channel. Head on over to Search Engine Journals YouTube channel. You can find us right there. Our playlist. Subscribe to Search Engine Journal. There's lots of great video coming soon, so make sure to do that. What's going on with y'all this week?
2: Nothing. I was trying to spray paint some furniture in my spare bedroom last night, so I'm feeling a little lightheaded. Oh, how'd that go? (laughs) Well, I thought the window was open, but the window opened like on both sides. It's (laughs) Buffalo and it's
1: February. (laughs) It's pretty easy to tell if the window's open.
2: Well, I couldn't tell. I think the chemicals went to my head and the furniture looks terrible.
1: Oh, what color? White. Hmm.
2: What right.
1: kind of furniture? Wicker? Better, Something
2: wicker? No, it's oh, like wood. white wicker. Better furniture
1: and it's just not going well. I picture you having some like exquisite wicker, like rocking chairs out in front mm-hmm. of your house.
2: Nope. I've just gone back to the store four times for more paint. Some tears have been shed, but it's okay. All right. <laughs> What's going on with you guys? Um,
0: I've been playing Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo of lately. Course. <laughs> of course. You, that's actually right. true. You think I just like talk about the 90s like it's fake but that really happened in my life this week
1: All right, Jess, who's sponsoring the show this week?
0: This week's episode of Marketing O'Clock is brought to you by Ahrefs. Whether you work for a big brand, run your own small business, or do freelance work, getting traffic to your website is always an issue. Ahrefs is an all-in-one SEO tool set that solves that problem. It gives you the tools you need to rank your website in Google and get tons of search traffic. If you want to learn more, check out their blog or YouTube channel for step-by-step SEO tutorials.
1: And they have a seven-day trial for only $7. Even somebody high on fumes would think that's a great <laughs> deal. So head on over to Ahrefs to sign up. That is A-H-R-E-F-S to sign up. Seven days, only seven bucks.
2: And today's show is also sponsored by Optio. Optio helps Google Ads managers automate time-consuming manual tasks so they can spend more time on high-level strategy and creative work. Optimize accounts, monitor performance, track budgets, and get alerts when important changes happen.
1: And right now, listeners of Marketing and Clock can get a six-week free trial of Optio. Go to optio.com forward slash S-E-J. That's O-P-T-E-O.com forward slash S-E-J to get started. The only way to get that six free weeks is with that link. So optio.com forward slash S-E-J. You will love it. Thank you to our sponsors this week. And we'll dive into a few features a little bit later in the show. But first up, Shep. What's going on in the digital marketing news this week?
2: So most of us celebrate our partners on Valentine's day, but Google ads is punishing theirs. They are updating their partner program requirements, and there are some new things that folks will have to do if they want to maintain their badges. So they sent out a chart comparing current requirements to the ones coming by June, 2020. So I'll go through some of these. So for performance, currently it is based on revenue growth and retention of your company's clients and your company's growth overall in overall revenue that sounds nice (laughs) now (laughs) the new performance requirements are quote based on the account optimization score found in recommendations and they have a little note here in case you already thought of it from listening to our show last week
1: shout out andrea cruz
2: yeah thank you andrea Dismissing recommendations will not count towards your account optimization requirement. Womp. Womp. I've read this a few times and I don't see the actual score that's required. It just says it's based on your score. So thank you for that, Google. (laughs) Okay. The next one is spend. You used to have to spend at least $10,000 and it's evaluated based on the total ad spend during the last 90 days. They have upped that, doubled it. Now you have to spend $20,000 in the last 90 days, partners. Well, I mean, that could be easy based on the previous thing we just talked about. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Just saying. (laughs) And the final one on here is certification. So you used to need six users with legacy or updated certifications. And at least... You needed
1: a certain number based off of how many account admins you had. Okay. So, yeah. You need to have a certain amount of those.
2: Well, now... Your company needs to have at least 50% of users with updated Google ad certifications in search, display, video, and shopping. Our team has none of these right now. Not one person well, has it's it. It's because it's Skillshare. It's <laughs> yeah, they just new. changed yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, this is just crazy. And they also said this is happening by the end of June, but they don't say a specific date. Mm-mm. And, and it's kind it of important. Yeah, yeah, it said or sooner. Yeah.
1: Another thing is when this came out, There were some errors, in my opinion, with the certification number required. For a few folks, it seemed like every single person that could touch an account had to be part of that. And it actually seemed like a few different Gmail accounts counted. So some people said, we don't even have this many people at the agency. So Some people thought clients were pulling in. It was a a garbage release, to be quite honest with you. But I think they're going to fix that and say it's the number of admins Uh, You should be able to go in there, and it should be that specific percentage of your admins, although there were some bugs from what it seemed like on the rollout.
2: Well, what about the recommendations? Because they're not all good. They're usually making people spend more money, and they're not really thinking about the advertiser's goals, and I hate them. And I cannot (laughs) believe that they put in that little thing about dismissing recommendations. It's like they listen to our show. It's like the principal, like setting up rules for a school. I just... This is crazy. Like the two-finger rule? (laughs) If you're wearing a tank top, your strap has to be at least two fingers? And don't try to, you know, get skinny fingers. They're based off of the teachers. You know, that would be that. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's all subjective.
1: How do you feel about it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm fired up and I'm also super sad. This invokes two main emotions for me where If you're not a paid person, this is still very, very interesting, and this is a huge, huge departure from the don't be evil slogan Mm -hmm. that Google once had. Optimization scores in your Google Ads account aren't very good. Sometimes you could learn something, but most times it is automated machine learning AI that will not help your client. Thankfully, you can just ignore them like we do, or you could be like Andrea out there and say, I'm gonna dismiss these recommendations. A couple of examples of what the recommendations might be. Hey, you should spend more. That is a recommendation that you have in your accounts right now, (laughs) is to say you should spend more so that you can get more traffic. I understand that, but if my client only has $15,000 a month and LinkedIn is performing better, I am not going to spend more on Google ads and I'm going to dismiss the notification or I'm not going to pay attention then to it. Then you can't be a partner. This is where the problem comes in. Price extensions. What it? I have people, clients that are given price extensions, not eligible for price extensions. It's saying the recommendation, give them price extensions. I can't make a price. <laughs> they don't have a price. I cannot do this. It's a problem. <laughs> There are people saying, adjust the CPA up. That is a recommendation in the account. Adjust the CPA up. Are you kidding? I don't (laughs) want to adjust the CPA up because my client needs leads at this amount because they convert at amount X and then the overall sales are amount Y. I need this at this CPA. I'm not adjusting it up. I will be doing my client a disservice if I adjust this up call extensions on off-hour campaigns is a recommendation in an account we have.
2: That is not good. I,
1: I cannot. I can't, <laughs> Shep, I can't do this in, in sleep at night. I can't do this to my clients by implementing these recommendations. And the fact that they're saying to their partners that you need to implement our recommendations up to a certain level in order to be a partner is shameful. It is shameful. It is criminal. It is... It is I I don't even have words. This is so, it's it's insane. It is insane that you're going to tell people to do these things not based off of performance for your client. You're not going to go pull clients and say, hey, how are these partners doing? You're not going to look at, oh, the overall conversion numbers are doing good. You're going to tell me I have to put call extensions in on my off hours accounts. It's criminal. It's, cr- there's no yeah. other word than, than criminal. And you see things like these antitrust investigations coming in. And this is why
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're telling people, I am going to elevate your status by giving you partner status. And then I am going to tell you, you want to keep this little badge. You have to do what I say to your clients, whether they like it or not. I don't care if they only have $10,000 a budget. You got to do this recommendations or you're out of here. It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> it is so misguided, and you can just tell how far up their bottoms these people at Google are that are doing this. There's no yeah. no way that this should ever have seen the light of day.
2: It's like a dystopian novel, kind of. Yeah. It's definitely getting there. I
0: mean, we used to have the partner's badge, like a badge of honor. Like, look at us. We you know, know what it we're is? doing.
1: It, it, it's we a scarlet teeth. letter now. Mm, <gasps> That's what it is. Nice. nice. It is not a bad... Honestly, honestly, if you have to think about it, it is your money your family is on the line. They're being held hostage. And you have to go hire somebody under this circumstances, somebody that's a Google partner that is a partner doing all the recommendations Google is telling you to do or somebody that's not a Google partner, who would you pick?
2: The Google partner.
1: Well, then you're, that's <laughs> your family's probably dead.
2: Well, if you don't know. No, I'm saying though. before if yeah. you didn't know.
1: Yeah, before.
2: Yeah. But let's say that you know now. this now. Yeah, now yeah. I would not.
1: Why would you pick a Google partner that's going to gonna gonna do away. smart yeah. campaigns for you? What the,
0: what? <laughs> but we also have to now educate clients on this yeah. change and explain the difference to them because to Chep's point, people that don't know, they're going to look at that and they're going to say, oh, Google partner. Absolutely, I want them. And we're going to have to explain but why you don't and why that's a problem now. And I feel like that's it, it's extra such, level of difficulty. It's
1: such a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It's such a bad idea because when if this goes through as it's planning to do in June 2020. Or before. Or before. It will force advertisers into what Google wants, not what their clients need. And that's not not helping. We need more support. We need more tools. We don't need you to force us to do your bidding, to do your sales for you. And then dock us if we don't. There's a term in the financial industry called a fiduciary. And what that means is you are going to take your client's best interest at hand and you're not going to put people into... Super front-loaded mutual funds that just are never going to serve them well. or Put them in whole life life insurance or whatever it might be, but you're going to take their their best intent. This, if you are a Google partner and you are doing all these recommendations, you will not be a fiduciary. And we need something better. I look at this. I I'd see I'd see an account if this goes through and people are adhering to this. A Google partner will be that will be yeah. a negative. It's a negative. I look at you, your Google partner. Get lost. But only
2: people in the industry will know that. I know, but we need
1: to do something better. So I have an idea. What we need to do is to make a new certification. And I will do, I swear to God, I will do this right now. Not me, not right now. We just need to program (laughs) it probably. We should make something that is like a fiduciary for ads, for advertisers. So you're saying, I understand you could be Google partners. If you're Google partners, you have to do all Google's bidding for them. What we need is an uh, ad fiduciary.
2: So would it be more of like those um, conscious-based questions
3: that <laughs> some people have
2: to take before they get a job? No, what no, we, we need somebody to, to take
1: a to to say that yeah, we're going to put our 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 advertiser's best interest at hand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sign this, and we're going to give you a badge, and I'm not going to do everything Google partners tell me, and I'm okay losing that because this badge is more important. That's what we need. We need okay. something.
2: You just got to come up with a name. I we're got ready. A name. Okay.
1: I think we call it the Forever United, giving our outstanding, great, loyal, exceptional advertisers dispassionate strategy.
2: I don't think it was an acronym. I think it
0: was. I'm trying to figure out what it is, and I think it's something to do with swear word Google
1: Ads. I I, I was just I was just rolling off my tongue. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I was lost.
2: But no, we need we
3: need a name.
1: We need we need something that would say if this actually goes through and in order to be a google partner you have to be a shill for google ads and you're a shill and that's that that badge is a sign of being a shill there's there should be an ad badge for somebody that cares about their clients why can't we do that and and we'll do it i know that there's the paid search association now that's out there haven't seen a tweet from them yet but we can do it we will do it we'll get a group of people up Get some pitchforks.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say some that. Torches, some pitches, and you know what we'll, do? we'll make a
1: badge that says, hey, you might not be a Google partner, but you care more about your clients than anybody with that badge on there now. I haven't sl- – I, I, all I slept supp- – I'm just laying in bed. Why are you making this change? I can't fathom why Google would make the change to think – who there could think this is a good idea, that you would force people to do your bidding for them. Just them. Every now and then I think I'm living in a simulation <laughs> that things are so crazy. And then I see this and I'm like this is this is beyond you go from don't be evil to if you want this badge you have to do every single thing. You have to lick my boots to get this badge. <laughs> it's crazy.
2: I want to know what the score is that we need. They don't even tell I don't, us.
1: I don't I don't want to know the score and we're going to make our own badge. Okay. If we get enough support around it, we'll make a badge, it'll be open source, we'll buy we'll we'll, sh- we'll Grab the hundred dollars or whatever now for the dot .orgs because they're not really <laughs> dot .org. We'll get a dot .org. And we'll get a bunch of people behind it. It'll be completely free. We'll program everything. We'll have a badge saying "I am an adduciary or whatever name it is. Ooh. I like or that. you know, if if anybody really liked the, forever united. Giving our outstanding, great, loyal, exceptional I
2: just understood it. Advertisers, yeah.
1: dispassion, because I
2: was waiting for the K, but it's just okay. It's just, no, it's just you, a, okay. Got it's it. just
1: forever united.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: what Hashtag. else is up, Jess?
0: Let's talk about not Google for a second. Thank you, Jess. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll get back to them in yeah. a minute. But <laughs> for now, let's talk about Pinterest. People be using it. According to social media today, the platform reached three hundred and thirty five million active users in twenty nineteen, which is a lot. It's a lot of people. Advertiser growth on the platform is also booming. The number of active advertisers doubled in 2019. That's year a over lot. Year.
1: I've got an idea. Yeah. If they actually want to drive more revenue, go for it. What if they had a partners program? <laughs> and you think about it, and you make a partners program. You tell anybody that needs a partner, just do whatever I say. Spend more. <laughs>
0: I feel like if Pinterest, and maybe I'm giving them more credit than they're due, but if they had such a thing, they would make like nice I, recommendations. I, I, They'd be I'm like, you just, should I'm put a pillow in your house and you'll get a badge Or a baby Yoda. <laughs> or a baby Yoda. I mean, everybody loves Pinterest. Anyway, so <laughs> there's a bunch of stats in the article. You can read them if you're interested. But for the cheap seats, I will say Pinterest is growing, capabilities on the platform are growing, and adoption of the features is growing. So... Therefore, opportunities for advertisers and brands are also growing. So unless you're trying to reach Shep, who prefers to collect her recipes on Google, you should be looking at Pinterest if you're not already on there for your brand. The platform's also rolling out a new program that we will talk about in a few minutes, but all good things from Pinterest, so no evil there.
1: All right, next up, there is a new Google search update. This is a non-core update. So it isn't like what we saw before, the Picard update, a.k.a. the January core update. It is something that came out on the 7th of February. It is I don't know if it got confirmed. I think it's still technically unconfirmed, but it has been mentioned that it's not a core update. And what Danny Sullivan from Google on his at Danny Sullivan Twitter account said is, we do updates all the time. I would suggest reading our general advice about this. And he had another tweet saying, some have asked if we had an update to Google search last week. We did. Actually, several <laughs> updates. Just as we have several updates in any given week on a regular basis. And this thread is a reminder of when and why we give specific guidance about particular updates. So there was an update. But from what I've seen with my clients, it was a, a very substantial update. I saw that Barry Schwartz over on Search Engine Roundtable gathered a bunch of thoughts from the industry. I know... BFF for the show at Glenn Gabe. Glenn Gabe saw that there was somebody that reached out to him who had twenty thousand people coming to their Saturday the dropped to nine k. Um, I saw Bitcoin or maybe blockchain bros got hit a little bit with. What about some Crypto
2: Kitty?
3: Crypto
1: Kitties, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're doing meow-veless. Right. Wow! Another thing that every one of the, the volatility tools that you've seen that, that track the search engine results pages rankings, um, they've all shown crazy volatility. So if you want to hop on over to Google Analytics, annotate the 7th of February, even though it's not a core update, there is a lot that we've seen. it. And just personally, we've seen a lot that in, the, in the kind of health space. So very specific products that are geared towards a very specific health conditions, going up for us so check it out and see what happens with your accounts
2: and i have some good news if you are running campaigns on microsoft advertising they introduced if functions this week <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> i feel like <laughs> jess and these allow advertisers to customize expanded text ads based on the user's device or audience so you put everyone's favorite special character the curly bracket <laughs> except for greg you like the curly um what do you call that? <laughs> oh, the it's like a tilde, right? Yeah, that's your favorite special character. Oh,
1: yeah, I use that on every single one of my signatures.
2: I like the curly bracket, but there's I not why a I do lot it. of. I
1: just started doing it. I used to work with somebody who was super awesome. She had a, like the little star, and she said "star Jean," and I'm like, Ooh, "This is cool. I wish Jean. I could do it." Yeah. I've never been nearly as cool as her, but I still do that little squiggle, Greg.
2: Well, this is for curly bracket lovers. Oh, okay. That's AKA a bird face bracket.
1: <laughs>
0: That's what we
2: used to say in school. It looks like a little bird beak, no? Oh my God, it does. You're welcome. Okay, well you put it in the ad copy to specify the condition. So either the device the user is using or the audience they're a part of. And then you add the special text for the condition. And then you put the default text that will show if that condition is not met. There are a lot of other special characters involved. I'm not gonna go through all the formatting now, but read the show notes if you wanna check this out. I
1: think there's dog, foot, (laughs) elephant, task, (laughs) bunch of them right you know there's <laughs> some
2: boring colons and stuff so oh. the example they have here is if the person is on a mobile device Microsoft would insert free shipping on all mobile orders into the headline so if you are using these in Google ads you can import them into Microsoft with the import tool which is great one thing you should be careful about is if you're using the audience as I talked about last week am I working hard or hardly working there's some different audiences so you have to be careful to make sure it's on both platforms if you're importing it
0: All right, finally here, say goodbye to ISP and network service provider data as these dimensions are no longer supported in Google Analytics. If you find yourself scratching your head and saying, huh? Then lucky you, this won't impact you at all. But if you're anything like our resident analytics mastermind Sarah here at the office, people who can hear you screaming from miles away,
2: she, didn't she say it was the worst thing to happen in 2020? She, she did. Said, yeah.
1: <laughs> she was. We we're going to a client meeting, and she said, "This week has been awful. We lost, <laughs> we lost the network information." And I'm like, yeah. Sarah, you should just hear me about Google Partners. Just wait, just wait. Sarah. <laughs> but some people really
0: care about this and and people use it in filters as well as reports. So, if you think it's something that you might be using, definitely go in and check your account, but even if you're not, at the very least just go in and annotate this in Google Analytics because it's going to start showing as not set where there was data before. So, take note,
3: folks. Now it's time for this week's take of the week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you.
2: We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We
3: give
1: absolutely 100% no opinions and we don't influence your thoughts on this take.
2: Oh, you make the call.
1: And this week we've got a take off. Once every blue moon, there's a topic so fiery that we bring in multiple takes. And Shep and Jess, you guys are going to decide who's the winner of this week's takeoff. And the topic is Google Partners Changes. Hmm. First take from Rachel at Rachie Panda. Exactly. No way am I going to use target impression share, which is code for spend all my <laughs> money to get the most impressions regardless of conversions. Hashtag PPC chat.
2: That is a great definition of target impression. Share. <laughs> yes.
1: Props to you, Rachel. Next up, Pamela.
2: I also... In
1: case you couldn't tell from earlier in the show, I got a little heated about this. I made a bunch of memes on, on Twitter. Oh my. They're
0: so good. And so Everyone I made should the, look.
1: what's the name? Um,
0: the Orange County Chopper no, guys. Oh, the
1: Hate Harry one.
0: Oh, the guy with Hide the Hide Your coffee. Hatred Harry. Yeah.
1: When he looks at the, at the computer, sees the email, gets excited, and sees that Google's trying to just take your client's money and set it on fire. <laughs> and I made that meme, and Pamela <laughs> responded at Pamela underscore Lund said, I've never been more glad that I've never given a single hack about this program. But she didn't use hack. Just, just she said there.
0: Forever United or whatever we were saying before, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 She's the national treasure. All right. Third, Colin Slattery, at CJ Slattery on Twitter. Spend more money where you may or may not have to spend or we count it against you. That's it. That's the tweet. Hashtag PPC chat. And it has a screenshot showing a recommendation that, again, you can no longer dismiss, saying your ads may stop running on your busiest days unless you raise your budget now to, miss, to avoid missing out on potential customers. So raise your budget 2%. You might not be a partner. And the last tweet was actually a response to that from Brett Dixon, at Brett Dixon on Twitter. My clients will love that. Me, hey, (laughs) upped your budget. Client, WTF. (laughs) Me, yeah, need to keep my badge, mate. (laughs) Client, you're fired. All right, so those were the takes. Uh, and I think this might be the first takeoff of 2020. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of okay. options.
1: Okay, so we've got Rachel, Rachie Panda, about Target Impression Share being, spend all my money to get the most impressions regardless of conversions tweet. We've got Pamela not giving an F about this program. We've got Colin, hey, you guys spend more money tweet. And he had a bunch more. He was showing all the terrible impressions. Just go check him out. He's got a full list of everything. He was just pulling up the most egregious recommendations last night. And I was like, yep, like, 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 (laughs) me, me, me. And then lastly, it was Brett Dixon, at Brett Dixon, who had the, yeah, need to keep my badge, mate, tweet. (laughs) All right, so what do you guys vote for?
2: Okay, my honorable Mm. mention is Pamela, but I just can't vote for it because I used to give a single heck about this and it really (laughs) kind of made me feel dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Pamela. (laughs) And I'm going to make, Colin, my winner, or No, I take it back. Wow. Brett, I'm sorry, there's (gasps) so many to scroll through. You're like Steve Harvey. I'm I'm sorry, I meant Brett. Okay. I I like the use of mate. Is he Australian?
1: Who knows? Okay, yeah. Yeah. You have to see which way the toilet water goes down the drain. (laughs) That's
0: how you can tell. Uh, Greg gets the sports award for the dramatic reading on Brett, but (laughs) as far as when I read these the first time, what made me laugh the most, I got to go with Pamela.
1: Okay. I am going to go with, oh, we need, we need to break the tie. This is too much. Yeah. I'm going to go with Pamela. <laughs> I just put a meme out there, and she just came <laughs> back with the fire. The queen of spice, Pamela Lund, at Pamela underscore alund on Twitter. We'll actually make an award for this one. We should just start making awards. We got extra awards from our clock skirts.
0: Oh, yeah. We should just throw them in the air, and everyone should get yeah. one.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, no, only the winners, and that's Pamela. <laughs>
0: that's all what right. I meant. Everyone. All the winners.
1: Thank you all. We appreciate it. And now it's time for this week's I See Why Am I. This is something you just might not have seen.
2: Maybe something you overlooked.
1: But you shouldn't have.
2: So I See Why Am I, Pamela Lund. Hey, hey Pamela. We know, we know her.
1: <laughs> just taking the show. Why don't you just grab a seat, Pamela.
2: At Pamela underscore Lund. She had another great t- tweet this week. That we don't need to censor. Can I also
1: just say her percentage of good tweets is gotta be 98% Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. She tweets maybe like (laughs) twice a week and they're
2: amazing. Okay, sorry. And this one isn't even, she has her sassy ones and this one's just a good idea. Yeah. Okay, so here's her tweet hashtag PPC chat. Do any of you change the creative that you run at night on GDN to account for people using things like dark night mode, Chrome extension, Jess? I just saw one of my client's ads and thought it was broken because of how it displays. When I have night mode on, got me thinking, dot, dot, dot. And that's not news, but that's something that easily just might not have seen out I there. would never think of that. No, very clever. Pretty brilliant. There's a lot of good replies that like think through it
0: too for and she you. She talked so about read the whole how thread. it
1: looked, like mm-hmm. what the problem was, the way it displayed in dark mode. So yeah, and then I think PPC Kirk was talking about... Um, Scripts you could use and everything
3: like that, so absolutely.
2: Oh, so they only see it if they're using it or something? Well, at certain times. That would be genius. Yeah.
3: Now it's time for this week's lightning round.
2: Pew, pew.
3: At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts. Paid, organic, and social.
2: This week's paid lightning round is brought to you by Optio.
1: Optio makes managing Google Ads accounts simple and efficient. It automates time-consuming manual tasks so you can spend more time on strategic or creative work. Whether you work in an agency with a large number of accounts or you're a freelancer responsible for a smaller portfolio, Optio can save you time and make life that little bit easier. They also have a fantastic recommendation section that if Google was smart, they'd take a look at that mm-hmm. because the recommendations actually help your clients. That's what we need not Google ads, partner recommendation. Anyway, Shep, how do you use Optio.
2: I am a big fan of the table comparison tool and the performance report. So in Google ads, you can easily compare two time periods and see the percentage change for your KPIs. But this is kind of like that on steroids. So you can pick two periods of time and the metrics you want to see. And it shows you the results for both the periods of time and the percentage change. So you can clearly see... The differences side by side, and instead of having a plus or minus, it makes something green if it's good and red if it's bad. So you can quickly scan, you know, because sometimes it's good for something to increase, where other things it's good for them to decrease. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that you can quickly scan it and look for the reds and <clears throat> see what's going on. Yeah. So
1: if you want to bring those steroids, like the cream and the clear Sports Award, I'll I, take I, it. I
2: don't know that Sports Award. <laughs> you
1: can get a free. Six week trial of Optio. Optio.com forward slash SEJ. That's O P T E O.com com forward slash SEJ. Give your account a little bit of rides. How about that?
2: And here's what's happening in the paid universe this week. First, I know we were really down on Google earlier, but they did do Who's something good this week. I don't know. Oh. Some guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy. They did do something good this week. Google ads added change history to their performance chart. So you can hover over date markers in your charts and get more details about changes that you made that may have caused changes in performance. So these look like Google analytics annotations, but you don't have to import them manually or write them up manually. They're automatically added from your change history, which is awesome. So are
1: you telling me that if my boss tells me I need my Google partners badge and I have to turn on search partners? I can, you can then go back, look and see that change and see the drop in performance afterwards. Yeah.
2: I don't Mm -hmm. think it's going to say you had to do this to keep your badge, but it will say like you turned on maximize clicks. Okay. So I don't have this yet. I'm sad about it, but Mark on our team does. And he says he can see it on his campaign ad group and change history tab. So look out for that. Lucky Mark. And another lucky person, Stephen Johns. At this point, it can't be luck.
1: (laughs) 21 got another one.
2: (laughs) He got two other ones. Actually, I think he may have gotten three. He got two and paid this week. Both are reports in the Google Merchant Center. So, first, the price competitiveness report lots of syllables. This is a new report and it's currently in beta and it shows advertisers how their prices compare to other merchants selling the same products in Google Shopping campaigns. If you have the beta, it will be under the growth section in the left side menu in GMC and you'll have to opt into the market insight program in order for it to work. Once you have access to the report, you'll be able to see price competitiveness of your products by category, country and brand dating back to October 14th, 2019, and it compares your price to the benchmark price and tells you if you're 1% above or 1% below that.
1: And it's 1% or more, right? Like one yeah. percent
2: greater. Yes. Okay. But if you're within 1% either way, it, it thinks you're good. Okay. Advertisers can use this to adjust their bids for products, or if they have competitive pricing, they could make pricing decisions based on this information. So look for that report. The second GMC report he found is the best sellers report, which shows you the most popular brands and products across shopping ads in your category. So Steven's client sells car parts and the report showed him popular parts from his feed that he isn't already running in shopping ads, which is nice. So he could set up campaigns for those. I didn't know one of the car parts. I think Steven
1: <laughs> is outside Google just getting on their Wi-Fi. You know how you always say the story? It's like, oh, don't use public Wi. I feel like he's on public Google Wi-Fi. We're
2: like infiltrated their Slack. Oh, that too.
1: Yeah. I don't think they probably are.
2: Either that or he's just like up all night. Like, I mean, he's in the UK, I think. So he can do this while we're sleeping. (laughs) Next up, we have some really thrilling security news.
1: You know what, though? I think he
2: still needs to sleep, though, when we're awake. It's not how (laughs) (laughs) it works. I was waiting for that comment. (laughs) It's not how it works. Oh, okay. So... Before I was rudely interrupted, we have some thrilling, (laughs) absolutely thrilling security news from Microsoft Advertising. CCPA? No. They are introducing a two-step, not the dance. They're introducing two-step verification. (laughs) So if you haven't already enabled this, you're going to be asked to uh, provide a second form of identification when you log in. Be ready. To identify yourself.
1: Hey, and go do it too. Your clients Yeah, why matter. wouldn't you? Go, go set it up.
2: So what is happening in organic? This week's organic lightning round
0: is brought to you by Ahrefs.
1: Ahrefs makes competitive analysis easy. Their tools show you how your competitors are getting traffic from Google and why. You can see the pages and content that send them the most search traffic. Find out the exact keywords they're ranking for and which backlinks are helping them rank. From there, you can replicate or improve on their strategies. If you're not getting significant search traffic, hrefs tools also help to find topics worth creating pages or content on. You can easily see estimated search volumes and gauge traffic potential with their Keyword Explorer tool. If you are getting search traffic, use features like their Top Pages Report to break down which of your pages are bringing in the most traffic, then figure out how you can replicate this success. Jess, how do you use hrefs?
0: I'm all about the broken links report. So you can look at a whole site, a subdomain, a subfolder, or even a single page, and the report compiles all the broken external links on that page or, you know, folder, subdomain, whatever, etc. And it pulls in not only the link that's broken, but the status code of the page that it's linking to, the referring page, and the anchor text. So it's a really great report just to run periodically on your site to make sure you're not sending users off of your site to a dead page because that's a bad user experience. So helps you stay on top of your stuff.
1: That sure is. And they have a seven day trial for only seven USD. Seven United States dollars. <laughs> so head on over to Hrefs to sign up. That is A H R E F S to sign up. The best seven bucks you've ever spent.
0: Amen. What's going on in organic, Greg?
1: Well, this first new news this week is by way of BFF of the show, Glenn Gabe. SimilarWeb has released its 2020 State of Digital report. Big report. TechCrunch has a lot of different kind of morsels from the report. But 2019's total web traffic of the top 100 sites was up 8% from 2018, and up 11.8% over 2017, averaging. 223 billion visits per month however the report found that news sites lost traffic weird <laughs> weird that people aren't going to traditional news sites anymore the top 100 media publications are actually down 5.3 percent year over year from 2018 to 2019 it's all basically a loss of four billion visits and it's down seven percent since 2017 so overall things are looking good Except for publishers. Sorry, guys. Maybe it's all those paywalls you keep putting in front of everybody.
2: Mm, hate those.
1: I just added that. That wasn't part of the report. But next up is actual information from Google on how you can improve your local ranking. Most of it is pretty common sense, right? Like put in images, make sure your location is proper. Make sure your name is actually your name. But one of the things that I thought was interesting that I hadn't seen them specifically say before was about managing and responding to reviews. They recommend you engage with your customers by replying to their reviews. Responding will show that you value your customers' feedback. Engagement in positive reviews from customers may improve your business visibility and increase the likelihood that a potential customer will visit your location. Then they say, you – can also encourage customers and make it easier for them to leave reviews by creating a link. So they said this. I know there's a lot of things you can't do specifically. You can't say, hey, Shep, I'm gonna give you a free pizza with five stars, but you can give a link, and links and obviously reviews matter. So next up is another local-based topic and Google Posts. Many Google Posts have been rejected because of non-compliance with image guidelines. And so Google is appearing that they're trying to increase not the quality of the posts, but the quality of the images in the posts. We've talked about this before, maybe late 2019, about some of the gallery ads we were using with Google Ads. Very, very, very restrictive guidelines on what images you can use. Same with posts. Little did some people know so Colin Colin Nielsen of Sterling Sky said an email. From what I can gather, it seems that Google is tightening up the desire to have better quality images and posts, mainly not wanting users to use stock photos. So that person you've seen with that little sport coat that you're trying to use in your Google Post might not work.
2: Okay. Him or her.
1: We saw one today like
2: It's not a sport coat on a lady. It's a oh, blazer. Saw, uh, blazer. yeah. Oh,
1: oh blazer. Okay. I'm wrong, I'm wrong on that. I don't know the name of things. People have come to this show for fashion. I mean, no. at least not for me. I, I've never won a fashion award. I win the sports award.
2: Right. Shep wins a fashion award. Look at that headband. Shep it's is beautiful. Fashion. She is fashion. Don't talk about it. People will go to the YouTube, and I don't want them to see it.
1: Oh, do you oh. mean the search engine journal <laughs> YouTube channel? Come see us live. All right. Next up. From that article, actually, I'm going to stick there for one second. Mike Blumenthal of Allegheny, Western New York, shout out, of GatherUp, pointed out the challenges of complying with these guidelines in which some instances appear confusing. For example, it said, superimposed text or graphics, including promotional content, such as logos, are subject to the following requirements. Goes on and on and on and on and on, ends it by saying, these and other elements of the guidelines are as clear as mud instructions.
2: That's not very clear. Shots no. fired no. from
1: Mike. Okay. Next up, new news out of Bing and PubCon. Out in PubCon, Austin, Florida? I don't know which one it was.
0: Not Buffalo. <laughs> not Definitely <laughs>
1: not Buffalo. You would have been there. Nanu Reagan of Microsoft had an announcement on stage at PubCon that the Bing Webmaster Tools team is working on a sitemap diagnosis tool. That's awesome. And I think Perna Virgie had released that, but I love any innovation over there, so you'll be able to find out any problems with your sitemap coming soon. And next up, the Review Snippet Enhancement Report is making its way to Search Console. So you soon will be able to see errors, warning, and valid pages for reviews or your ratings markup that are implemented on your site. It's nice, it's a graphical element, Kind of just like everything else in Search Console, but um, there'll be yes, the ability to see how the ratings markup is performing on Google Search and on Discover. Danny Sullivan, using his at Danny Sullivan and at Search liaison handles, is coming to SMX. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know what's going to be. He's packing both his he's packing both <laughs> his of <laughs> his <them>. handles.
1: <laughs> so if you wanted to hear from our my, my favorite Danny is the absolute best. He's the best speaker. He's entertaining. You could listen to him like as a stand-up. He's just got that knack. And he's coming back. He started SMX. It's kind of like a big moment in search. So we have to report on it. Danny is the absolute best. And he is coming back not as an SMXer, but as Google. And he's coming back to SMX Advanced. And it's the first time that he's going to be on stage since October 2017. So if you're looking to hear from Google themselves... Honestly, Danny's just the best. So don't miss that at SMX advance this year. And that's it for organic. Jess, what's going on in social?
0: All right, a lot's going on. First up, Yelp launches showcase ads and store visit attribution. Store visits obviously are gonna help businesses determine the value of their ads based on driving physical traffic to their locations. That's nice. But the showcase ad format is pretty cool. Yelp calls it video centric, but if you look at the examples they provided, you can also use still images and make kind of a slideshow. And Yelp is touting that these worked really well for Denny's in an early test. And, excuse me, Denny's and Yelp.
1: Hey, look at my moons over my hammy gallery. <laughs> like, here's the moon. Here's the hammy.
0: I mean, are, are Yelpers checking out Denny's on Yelp? I guess maybe I mean, that's th- why it works.
1: Isn't know. it me-
2: Denny's a Denny's? That's what exactly. i Exactly.
1: Like, maybe I'm not that highfalutin, but. I think it's going to be pretty similar. To the Actually,
2: I think I went yeah. there on Valentine's Day once. Oh, you know how, how topical.
1: What did you order? What's your go-to Denny's order, um,
2: I What do they call You get like pancakes, home fries, and toast, and they call it like one thing. Oh, Remember? the Grand Slam. Yeah, well, right. I substituted the Are bacon. you coming after my sports award? <laughs> sports breakfast. It's called the Slam Dunk. And oh, I wow. substitute. no, it's the Grand Slam. <laughs> I substituted the bacon for more toast. And they just brought me, like, a whole loaf of bread. <laughs> I didn't great. know you could
0: get more toast. I feel like most people leave the toast behind. Only Shep wants more toast. <laughs> you should leave them a Yelp review. Okay. That's great service. They'd yeah. love that. <laughs> Look at that. Now I want breakfast for dinner. All right, back to the news. Monetization is coming to IGTV. The platform confirmed this week that they're testing a program that lets creators make money off their IGTV videos, which is what monetization is. So creators keep an eye out for details on eligibility, and advertisers be looking out for additional ad inventory in the coming months. And we alluded to this earlier in the show, but Pinterest is launching what they call a verified merchant program. According to Pinterest, pinners will see VMP verified merchant program check marks next to all merchants in the program so they know they're browsing and shopping from a brand that meets our guidelines. It's always nice to have a little badge of honor to help you with the sale. Too soon. soon. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this is initially just going to be for fashion and home decor, but there's a wait list. You can sign up. We have the link in the show notes if you are interested. Next up, Hope, are you back on TikTok yet? No. Okay. (laughs) Well, for anyone that's still on the platform, you'll be happy to know you can now upload video from the desktop version of the oh, app. Oh, that, that is
2: what I was waiting what for. What TikToker is no. using a desktop? I was like, <laughs> I the
1: phone is great, but I just love the desktop. Editing. I take it, I put my webcam on,
2: do my little dance, no. do the shuffle. They're more likely to do it on like their Apple watch Two than a desktop. Yeah, I don't think My that's thing a thing worse. It's because they put it on desktop. So now you're going to get more people creating legit videos on like professional cameras, which is not that what it sounds TikTok better. Is for.
1: That sounds want? better. No, Old curmudgeon fin. It sounds bad. You're
2: not supposed to try hard on this platform.
1: You don't need less dancing. Okay, what's next? All
0: right. Next, Snapchat is testing a major redesign to simplify in-app navigation. Cool. They are also launching a new series of tools and custom intent around mental health and wellness, which is really nice. The first one is called Here For You, and it surfaces resources catered to searches like anxiety within the app. We talked a few weeks ago about how Gen Z wants brands to care about them, and I feel like Snap is listening. It's a pretty smart move. It's nice to care about people's well-being. So I give him
1: credit for that. It's also nice for somebody not trying to shake every last shackle out of somebody for any ad revenue. Okay, you're looking for anxiety. Here's some actual good things. We talked about this last year with Pinterest where they just Mm. turned things off. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, maybe you also just direct people the right way. This is a nice step. It is. And
0: Greg, if you're stressed out, then... Snap's got your back. They're right. here for you. Retweet. <laughs> Bad news for brands with crappy Instagram content. Users can now sort the list of accounts they follow by how often they interact with them, among other ways that you can sort. Just are you worried? Am I worried? Yes. I don't. She has a high interaction rate. Well, I post a lot of baby pictures, so.
1: Well, before then. Let's and just your say bad food your pictures? account oh, was cow. questionable.
2: Questionable in a good way. No, People but, love my mm. But she got like just <laughs> as many comments <laughs> as she did likes. Yeah, you know, if was, you're looking at the, the ratio. The,
1: uh, it was the bad. She got ratioed in the bad way. People she were just was like, like, huh? Like, what is this?
2: Have so you have ever used French <laughs> toast sticks or
0: something? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my first Instagram post ever?
1: It, let me guess. It was French toast sticks <laughs> on the ground with hair stuck to it. And then you said something and there might have been like a used Skittle next to it.
0: Almost. It was just a little square plate and it had two like soy dogs on it, which aren't even round. And they were just like on the plate. And I, I don't remember what my caption was, but that was my first Instagram post ever. So no one's unfollowing me based on this feature. So that's good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up, Facebook will pay Reuters to fact check deep fakes and more. <sighs> there I- Whatever. It's a four-person team from Reuters that's going to review stuff on Facebook, basically, and provide recommendations that Facebook will then use to label them as misinformation. And they're going to be publishing these findings to a blog, so you can read that.
1: Do you imagine you go home (laughs) on Thanksgiving and you're like, oh, Grandpa George, you know what I'm doing? I'm reviewing deepfakes. I've been able to get to 400 deepfakes a day. I'm the deepfake leader. I'm just unfaking the deep fakes what a time to be alive
2: until i read your notes i thought it was reuters like steroids because we were talking about that earlier (laughs) the cream or the clear
0: reuters is like a big organization yeah what is that is that like oh cream cream? for you rub it on yeah it's
1: a barry bonds thing who's that falco
2: he's the guy you wouldn't know is he one of them kansas falcons or whatever get is he gonna be in the hall of fame or did he ruin it maybe is he already
1: Nobody knows, not yet. (laughs) Who knows? Just wondering. They
2: allow asterisks,
1: maybe. Okay. What are you guys talking about? Baseball. Baseball. Um,
0: (laughs) Perfect. Home run. Grand slam, right? That's a baseball thing. Back to Denny's, right? Yeah. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever. Let's talk about Facebook again. They have acquired Scape Technologies, which is an AR startup with mapping infrastructure that was apparently, at least partially, inspired by Pokemon Go, if you guys remember that wild time.
2: Oh God. <laughs> Didn't you do
0: Pokemon Go? I did not. My husband did, though. So is I had Is he to, still like, doing it? No. I did it a he little bit. He was like bit. really into Pokemon He was go, really right? into it. His friends would get together and be like, did you go to the gym or whatever? But not like the gym gym, like the Pokemon gym and <gasps> whatever. I don't oh my
2: know. God. Wow. That's what?
0: amazing. I
2: still see it's, people like <laughs> standing outside. Yeah, I, I know people like, to play. Catch them all.
0: But I think there's a <laughs> Harry Potter version of the game too. Oh yeah. I think there's all sorts of apps. Whatever. That really has nothing to do with this other than it sort of inspired them. But it, I guess this company Escape has created 3D renderings of more than 100 cities globally in the world. So no one knows really what Facebook's plans are
1: yet. But I bet people are bet they didn't terrified. do Buffalo.
2: Probably no. not.
1: You know what is really <laughs> cool about all this? I've... Like a step ahead of them on this. You think I'd be a step behind? I've been in the physical world. You have? Yeah, for now 38 years.
0: Unless you just just announced your age on the podcast. (laughs) Also, yeah. (laughs) Now everyone knows.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> uh, what am I
0: mean, uh, <laughs> oh anyway this is you want to talk about age this is something no, none of no. us are going to understand youtube is testing <laughs> you're going to love this craig so much youtube is testing another monetization feature for creators that allows viewers to clap for them oh and the God, c- is this an acronym <laughs> no it's the <a> clapping <laughs> they call it viewer applause and it costs two dollars to do and only the purchaser can see it which
1: so i so hold on <laughs> yes Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. You have a YouTube video mm-hmm. and somebody wants to clap. You could either say, hey, nice job. You could leave a comment. Mm-hmm. You could like it. Mm-hmm. Or you could clap. And if you clap, nobody sees the comment. Nobody sees a like. But the clap is clapped over to the creator. Yes, for $2. I love this.
0: It, no, it's stupid. I think, first of all, if you let other people see that you're clapping, more people are going to want to join in the round of applause. It's going to generate more Do we get the whole money. $2? Uh, my guess is no.
1: Wait, why aren't people clapping right now to us? I don't that know. That
0: also oh. a valid point. I was wondering. Well, because it is a limited test. But I assume that when it's wide, we will get lots and lots of applause.
1: <laughs> I cannot wrap my head around these digital things like this, where you're paying money for Nothing. <laughs> nothing. You're paying money to clap to somebody who's not even gonna look at your stupid clap.
0: Mm-hmm. I know. You're paying two dollars.
1: I know. Take the two dollars, invest it. It'll double in like seven years.
2: Another seven years. Buy-
1: Find a fiduciary. Yeah. You'll be
2: all set. You can get a diet Retire. Coke. at McDonald's any size for a dollar and eight cents. Look
1: at that ninety-two. You
0: got ninety-two cents <laughs> left. Half a clap. Why yeah. wouldn't
2: you get the super size? I,
0: I don't know, but what I want to know is like, this is obviously something that they feel like they need to control because, according to the product notes, you can spend up to $500 a day or 2000 a week. Mad, I, I get it. bet there's a lot of kids yeah. just clapping a away. A lot and of kids. Ernie
1: just yeah. clapping.
0: But they don't know. Or, you know <laughs> what? Hey, hey, clap. Maybe. There's two
1: grand. <laughs> Here you go. It's hey, <laughs> <Well>, SpongeBob. <laughs> clap.
0: Clap. I don't know. Maybe it's genius that you can't see the clap because they're going to think it's not working and they're just going to keep hitting that button and sending $2. Next up, Instagram, (laughs) (laughs) one per dollar. Instagram is testing a new trimming tool for Instagram stories, clips. This is right in creation mode. So thank you. It's just a test right now. But when it is live, we will all rejoice. And until then, LinkedIn users have something to celebrate. There's a new profile design on the platform that was spotted this week. Stephen Johns.
1: Stephen Johns 21 got another one.
0: Yeah, well. I was going to ask, he shared this, but it wasn't his profile. So technically does he get credit for this one? He gets credit for everything.
1: Okay. How dare you besmirch his (laughs) name? I don't,
0: I don't besmirch. Anyway, he, he shared it with us all. So credit to him. Anyway, the new profile design has a featured section so you can highlight top achievements. It's pretty cool. You can check the link in the show notes for a screenshot of what this looks like. It's, it's great. Something
3: out there. Yay. Thanks LinkedIn. That brings us to our real life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for working hard or hardly working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise. Jeff,
1: what's been happening with your accounts lately?
2: I have a really simple one, but um, Cole on our team always has these awesome screenshots, and he has like great like arrows and stuff on them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, kind of slow to adapt or adopt. Yeah, I'm not an early adopter. (laughs) Early adopter. So I thought he was doing it in like Photoshop. But (laughs) it turns out there's this awesome tool called Awesome Screenshot. And now I've just been drawing all over my screenshots all week. And it's really fun. You put arrows on them and you can copy them right there and just send them to your clients. I love it.
1: Is it where WTH came from in that one screenshot? About <laughs> <Yeah. it? laughs>
2: I wrote WTH on the Google
0: announcement. So that's amazing. To be fair, Shep, I didn't know about it either. I'm with you. Yeah,
2: I gave All it to Jess too. Yeah. Okay, what about you? All
0: right, so one of our clients has a ad group in one of their search campaigns that's been just plagued by keywords that are being limited due to low quality. Did you scores.
1: do every recommendation Google gave you?
0: Google, no, I gave a recommendation. I said, let's test a different landing page. And the client has been hesitant to do that even though there's been poor performance. So they're sort of stuck on this landing page that they're using because they really, really love it, even though it's not serving them well. So we finally got them just to approve a test. We fired up an experiment in Google Ads with an alternate landing page. Not only did quality scores improve, the ads are being served more often, and clicks are significantly cheaper. Needless to say, the client is happy, and you're all probably looking at me like, Duh, right? (laughs) But... My point is, like, we're saying duh, but that's because we're preaching to the choir. Clients are not the choir. And sometimes a recommendation isn't good enough. You need data to back up your recommendation. So experiments are a good way to do that. Greg, what about you?
1: All right. For me, I was looking at a client, and we were just trying to do a quick breakdown and see how the Picard, aka January 2020 core update was. And we, I actually saw some movement not during anything, but after the... February 7th update-ish. That's not an update or the everyday update. And I I just was thinking in general how important it is. Whether you use Ahrefs or whether you use something else, we use multiple tools for everything just because it's a safe way to go about things. Um, And we saw that, that there was a huge, huge improvement for one client that happened. And we're able to see it and able to track keywords ahead of time. I, for one... Hate the fact when people tell you, oh, we need to get a higher ranking. No, you need more business. You need more customers. That's just a, a one step in the equation. But I just really appreciate the fact that I could see exactly when this happened. Track your rankings, even if you don't report on them. It's helpful.
3: Now it's time for this week's WTH. Misguided. I'm like, who does that? I just get rid of it. I'm over it. <laughs> Where we rant, rave, and roll our eyes about a trending digital marketing topic. What are we coming to? Honestly. See what had us asking. W T H this week.
2: Have you guys heard about the new Warner Brothers movie, Birds of Prey, and the fantabulous emancipation of mm-hmm. one Harley Quinn? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: I've got lots of thoughts, but okay. let's hear, let's you
2: hear the They may news. not, because they have changed the name <laughs> <laughs> to Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Um, a lot of people are saying they're doing this for SEO. A Warner Brothers representative told The Verge that the name change is part of a, quote, search expansion for ticket sites. So people are chiming in and saying, nobody knew the movie was about Harley Quinn, when they were searching it, they didn't know what it was called. So they changed the name for SEO and they moved Harley Quinn to the beginning of the name. But then they also talk about like the movie ar- marquee in the article too and that they, you know, wanted Harley Quinn there. So it's a little silly.
1: There was a half dozen articles saying it was for search yeah. only. It was for an SEO move only.
2: Don't, no. When is it Hollywood wasn't? ever... No. They wanted Harley Quinn on the movie marquee, but even there, like... If somebody doesn't know it's about Harley Quinn already, why do they care that it's about Harley Quinn when they see it on the marquee? And I don't know if you saw the preview, but it, it looks really dumb. I heard it was good, but the preview's terrible. No, the preview's annoying the heck out of me. So the film only generated $33 million domestically, coming up short against investors, 50 to $55 million projection, even though, as I said, it was reviewed pretty well.
1: This is the problem of a bad name for a movie. Yeah. The name of your movie is Birds of Prey. And honestly, I had no idea that there was an extended name of it called Birds of Prey in the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Never seen that in my life. Seen a bunch of the Birds of Prey signs. It's got that scratchy writing. It says Birds of Prey. The problem is your main superhero is Harley Quinn. You don't see something where it's like Spider-Man chronicles or whatever the name of it is Mm -hmm. and it's just like the chronicles yeah they're saying this happened to
2: like a x-men movie too recently i don't know i don't care (laughs) um then there was this great tweet from eileen clancy at clancy new york and she said professional searcher of bird related things notes effect that major motion picture has on google search and it's a retweet Hannah Waters said, Harley Quinn is absolutely tanking SEO for real birds of prey. If I were an eagle, I would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's at Hannah with two H's, Jay Waters. So and that I, was my favorite part of the story. I,
1: Danny, so I got dragged into this because people were complaining that birds of prey results didn't show legit, like actual literal in birds of, of prey.
2: When the movie's out of theaters, like Relax.
1: Yes, but also name your movie better.
2: Yeah, Harley yeah.
1: Quinn, Birds of Prey, would have been fine the first time. It's not an SEO thing. It's you naming your movie wrong.
2: Make a better preview. Margot Robbie yeah. is a wonderful actress. She had a major Oscar and award show season, and she just looks like a joke in the preview, and I heard it was actually good. She's got fabulous teeth. I said to Hope earlier that she should be in a toothpaste <laughs> ad.
1: Me, I, I said the same thing. That. I was telling the same thing to my kids yesterday. She so, yeah. should <laughs> see Margot. Mar- 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 well. Wasn't it? Mar- Marco Robbie. Margo, yeah. It's the teeth. <laughs> brush them. Just like her. It's going to be great.
2: I brush my teeth in the shower. It makes you brush longer.
1: I made my kid brush your, te- your teeth twice today. It wasn't, it wasn't that.
2: You're a psycho.
1: Marco Robbie. <laughs> Marco? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Rubio? Who knows? All right, next up, it's our Petri dish. It's our segment of segments where we put out some things. Just let them fester. First up... <laughs> We've got bad for business. <laughs> right, maybe good for business. I'll let you decide. The FTC is to examine every acquisition by Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Microsoft in 2010 to 2019 over antitrust issues. How
2: could that be good for business?
1: <laughs> bad for business for them. Good for business for us For everybody else. folks that oh, aren't going to have to be subjected yeah. to partner problems. Okay, we're bringing back another one from last week. People loved it. <laughs> good sheet.
2: This is a better sheet. <laughs> what?
1: This is a great sheet.
2: Last week's sheet was terrible.
0: It was
1: sheets con. Aren't you going? No. <laughs> I'm gonna go to sheets con, and you're gonna be you're gonna be jealous. Anyway, this week's good sheet is a list of women in technical SEO, a list of freelancers and consultants, a full list. So we had talked about, it. I think it was actually last week, where Shelly Fagan on the Search Engine Journal show was talking about how the community is really supportive. Just a nice sheet out there if you want to go support some fabulous women in technical SEO. And last up, we've got a new segment here called Sign Me Up. Sign me up. And the article is called, This app automatically cancels, and Sues robocallers.
2: How would that work? I just want it.
1: I want it now. I want to be like, hit the app, cancel it. I, yeah, I don't get the calls anymore. And you're sued. That's what I want. I want to be like, the sued app. You have to pay to sue someone. We, how did we not get to this point where you could just have an app that sues people? It's genius. This is like- Sign me up.
0: The, what are the class action lawsuits or whatever? They're just getting people on board, right?
1: Right, but it's an okay. app. You
3: call me, I sue you. Easy.
1: I love it. Done. <laughs> Sign me up.
3: And now for this week's cool tool. As a reminder, our Cool tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners and is really, really cool.
0: This week's cool tool is the BuzzSumo YouTube Analyzer. It's brand spanking new and it's built to help you discover content opportunities, check out competitors, find collaborators, analyze existing videos and so much more. So if you're in video, head on over to the blog at BuzzSumo.com to dive deeper into everything this tool can do. Again, it's called YouTube Analyzer. It is paid, but there's a free trial. So check it
3: out. Now it's time for our must read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show.
1: All right. This week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from Dan Barker, at Dan Barker on Twitter. and Dan got himself into something I didn't think he thought would get so popular. But what he said is one like on this tweet equals one e-commerce tip. I expect this will be quite niche for some followers, but hopefully interesting or useful. Anyway, do feel free to retweet this or any of the tips, if so. Depending on the number of likes, it might take a while.
2: Famous last words. Mm -hmm.
1: Dan got
2: 1,200 likes. Are they all good? Have you read any of them? I've read a
1: bunch of them. There's a lot of good nuggets in there, a lot of optimization with an S in there. When I checked yesterday, there were about 143 tips in there. But he's got actual follow-up to the tips. They're not just junk garbage tips. It's something worth checking out, at least favoriting this tweet thread. Dan really knocked it out of the park here, and he got a lot of support from it too. So if you're in e-commerce and you want just a couple tips to bounce around, it's not really an article. It's a tweet thread, but it is long, at least 143 tweets the last time I checked. Thank you, Dan.
0: All right. That does
2: it for today's show.
1: Thank you to our amazing sponsors, Ahrefs and Optio this week for sponsoring the show.
2: And if you're looking for another great podcast, don't miss this week's episode of the Search Engine Journal show.
1: This week, Brent had on Peter Leeshaw, and he had the changing landscape of the Google SERPs. I listened to it. If you guys like acronyms, you will love (laughs) the show. He talks EAT, BERT, everything that you need to know about the search results pages, and how things are changing. So if you want to, if that's up your alley, check it out. Peter is very technical. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock.
2: Remember, you can catch everything from this show on marketingoclock.com. While you're there, please be sure to subscribe
3: so you don't miss a single
2: episode.
1: And we will see you next week.
3: Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock, part of the Search Engine Journal Podcast Network. If you're looking for more information on today's topics, head over to marketingaclock.com for links to all the articles that we covered. And please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode.
1: Welcome to this week's episode of Shooting the Heck. We're after famous marketing news shows every Friday. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just shoot the heck. This week, we're playing everybody's favorite game, Jess.
0: All right. What in honor, In honor of Valentine's Day, I have a game called Lovers or Lawyers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm going to read off the name of a couple. And to earn a point, you have to tell me whether they're romantically involved or it's a law firm. And since it went so well last week, we're just going to stick to the system of shouting your name to buzz in. Did you wow.
2: <laughs> do this
0: yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I made this up.
1: Look, I, I know what's going <laughs> to happen. If I hear Mick, I'm buzzing in.
0: Alistair McTaggart? Wait, not on the
2: He's not a lawyer. He is absolutely no He's right. a real estate financial... investor. It's <laughs> a different job to everyone. Really, I'm not going to know any of the couples that you pick. Okay. No, you I think nobody's going to know. That's the point. You don't know what the point is. Okay. This is lovers or lawyers. Okay, <laughs> Tell ready? <me> <laughs>
1: All
0: right, it's everyone's
2: favorite game. Oh, okay. So, oh, we have to buzz in.
0: Okay, You have to buzz in. All right, ready? First one. Geller and Green. Greg. Greg. Lovers. Yes. Oh, they are people we know. Ross Keller and Rachel. Yeah. Okay, okay, this is fictional people. Not necessarily.
2: <laughs> I didn't know.
0: You don't hey, know. It's lovers and lawyers. Just try to keep up. Happy oh. Valentine's oh Day. Gosh. All right, one for Greg. Okay, O'Neill and Fawcett. Greg. Oh. Greg. Lawyers. Wrong. <laughs> lovers. Is it Tatum right. O'Neill, Ryan O'Neill, and Farrah Fawcett?
2: Did we get a point taken away? Who's from wrong? Tatum O'Neill?
0: No. Who is Tatum O'Neill? <laughs> Sounds like tater tots. I don't like the name Tatum. Sorry if you're listening. <clears throat> All right, next. Fisher and Simon. Hope. Yes.
2: Lawyer? Lovers. Can I apologize? <sighs> Sorry, what? I think I knew that one. Who, who do you think well, it is? I should you to ring in. What's next? Fisher. Pa- is one of them Paul Simon? Yeah,
0: and Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I knew that. All right, no points awarded. Tatum is
2: an American actress.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't Google. Yeah, you can't. Well, that wasn't an answer no. anyway. <laughs> it's fine. All right, Loeb and Loeb. Hope. Yes. Lawyer. Yes. I haven't buzzed in. Well, I didn't know if people would think Lisa right, Lowe. We're
1: tied to two.
0: Okay. No, we're not. You're winning.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, there
0: one. were no points awarded. Okay. Um, Jackman and Lee Furness. <gasps> Shep. Shep. <laughs> <laughs> what? Lee Furness? <laughs> <laughs> it's hyphenated. <laughs> Lawyer. <laughs> no,
2: lovers. Jackman
1: Hugh, Jackman, Hugh Jackman. I don't even know definitely
2: celebrities celebrity. <laughs> I'm yeah. going Google Hugh Jackman's
1: lover, chef. it. Jackman's lovers.
2: sounds no. like a lawyer in a
0: furnace maintenance company. <laughs> exactly. I wanted it to sound like a lawyer. It was a trick question. Next up, Adams and Reese. Greg. Greg. Lawyer. Yes. All right. Organa and Solo. Chef.
2: Yes. Chef. Lovers.
0: Yes. Princess Leia very and Han Solo. Thing.
2: I keep forgetting about the fictional
0: characters. <laughs> Tripping you up. All right, Aniston and Vaughn. Chef. Yes. <sighs> Who? Okay, okay. It's
2: me. <laughs> yeah. I was such a tie. I lovers. hear
0: your name. I can't shout. They love the us. <laughs> <laughs> the chef gets the point. They're lovers.
3: This is garbage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zeba and Plimpton. Greg. Hope. Greg. Lawyers. <laughs> yes. All right, so we got Greg with one, two, three, four. I'm just cleaning up. These Shep has two. It. Hope has one. But we're going into a special bonus round. If you get this right, Cupid's arrow will strike you in the bum and you win the whole game. <laughs> Don't want to get it. <laughs> if you answer wrong, your heart officially breaks and you lose all points. Okay. Well, okay. I have so no a lot point, of stakes so here. Let's go. All right, but Greg is winning. So high stakes. All right. There's only one here let's for go. the game: Woods and Richmond. Greg.
2: I swear, if you don't give me this, I said it before you. All right, Hope, go
1: for it. Can you say the name again? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Absolutely not.
3: Actually, you know How what? Dare you. I How will. dare you? How will. dare you? How Woods dare you? Woods and Richmond. Lawyer.
1: Wrong. Celebrity. Tiger.
0: Wrong. Elwood's Woods and Emmett Richmond. Oh, they are both. I knew it was Elwoods, Everybody, Everybody loses. His name. So who
1: won the game, Jess? Love wins.
0: It's Valentine's Day.
2: That's nice.
0: But actually, I mean, technically you win with four points, Greg.
2: Thank you. You're welcome. I'm making my own game next
0: And we (laughs) so we'll see you next week.